Welcome to Bougie Boo, the podcast hosted by a brother and sister from another mister. I'm David. I'm Cam. Thank you for listening as we talk about Black culture, Asian culture, pop culture, culture culture, and quite frankly, anything else we want to talk about. How's it going, Boo? You know, another beautiful day in Southern California. You mean a beautiful windy day? (laughs) You know, I didn't want to just be Debbie Downer, but yes, this wind. Is it bothering you too? um, It hasn't bothered me as much, but what I'm loving, because I live for this, are where we work, (laughs) you know, the winds that we're getting in Southern California, many people may know the Santa Ana winds, they've Mm -hmm. heard of it, and it's just a time where the winds are more intense, and right now we're we're going through some Santa Ana winds, and it just funnels through our school location where we work. Uh, at a greater degree because of the way the mountains are structured and we're at the base of some a foothill of the mountains which could be very pretty we're not yes. complaining about that we're situated in a very pretty location our campus is lovely yeah but when these winds hit uh <laughs> people can lose life and limb here it's horrible it's so sad and because our campus seems to be reactive and not proactive they are going to wait until somebody loses a life or a limb to close campus and i'm that's not advocating essentially what happened boo it's i'm not like, advocating for the campus to be closed but this dangerous conditions no it's true i mean it is kind of um dangerous from some students especially students who don't who are kind of a uh, lighter in weight they get blown around quite a bit and you know they don't have that hefty girth to keep them grounded <laughs> but even that. heavier it people is- are getting blown around Yes, it took me like 10 minutes to walk for my car this morning. See? And I had to walk with my head down and then like with my hand over my head because I didn't want this wig to fly off. I was going to say, you got the Timu wig on today? Oh, I don't do Timu wigs. No, no. Ooh, is that shade? No, no, definitely not. I was just referring to some of the videos I've seen about people, like Black people wearing Timu wigs and it's hilarious. And shaking their head. Yeah, making sure that it stays on. <laughs> I actually but, know someone, a couple of people who have ordered wigs from Timu and they have said that they enjoyed the quality of the wig that they oh, purchased. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not a plug for Timu or anything, <laughs> but I guess it's hit or miss when it comes to hair pieces. Well, I know Timu. my boo does Amazon wigs. <laughs> and they deliver them without the box. <laughs> they just slap the label on the clear oh bag. My, my neighbor may know and I'd be getting wigs. <laughs> But you know what I live for during these windy days are the email posts that faculty and staff send out, basically <laughs> complaining. No, to me, I like yes, they're trying to prioritize student safety. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I always feel like they're trying to get the campus to close so they can get a day off. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do see that. But for me, I don't. Com- well, I never respond to those emails, right? Because we have the privilege of being in an office, a private office door closed. So we don't have to be out in the elements. So people who should really be complaining are the students because they have to walk to class. And sometimes their class is clear across campus. Bushes are blowing in front of them. Branches are blowing. Boo, did you see the email response about the branch that was big enough to kill somebody land in the peace garden? I did, boo. 
<laughs> said uh, the, it was a chemistry professor on campus, and he said, you know, I would hate the, for the campus to close because it'll mess up my lab sequence. But <laughs> student safety is a priority, and a big branch came off one of the trees. It was big enough to kill someone. <laughs> Another person said, funny thing, risk management. It seems like they don't do anything until someone shows up seriously injured at the health center. It feels like that. Yeah, it does. I mean, years ago, that's essentially what had to happen because I remember two closures of the campus and one of them was because students were thrown up against walls on campus. That's I hate so to laugh about horrible. this. horrible. <laughs> that is so bad. And then the other one was because I think sheet metal was blowing around and could have decapitated people. That's so. like a, what's that movie? Um, Final what, Destination. There you go. I was going to say Fifth <laughs> Element. And I was like, no, that's about aliens. I don't even know. <laughs> Thank you, boo. You're looking at You're me like, uh... <laughs> but yeah, that's like some Final Destination stuff, getting decapitated by sheet metal. Well, and then I remember oh, the one time years ago, another uh, staff member wrote, I was trying to get through this door and it was difficult to open. It closed on me. I almost got decapitated. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is horrible. That's it is horrible, but it's just like, it's so extra level of drama from them. And then just today we got another email talking about how, because our buildings here, we're in California. A lot of our buildings are retrofitted to withstand earthquakes. Mm -hmm. And so whenever there's an earthquake and apparently heavy winds, they shift kind of rock and they rock with the wind or the earthquake for sure and when i've been in my building when there's been an earthquake and afterwards you can feel the rollers kind of settling back into place and getting the building back centered mm -hmm. and so apparently from what somebody was saying in the email is their building is swaying with the winds and now they feel like they need drama mean <laughs> which i frequented that building that they're referencing because uh -huh. mostly all my classes were in that building and i've never experienced that so maybe because I wasn't on the top floor of that building, but I've never been in that building where it's swaying. So I don't know. I'm like, is that person embellishing? <laughs> well, or they're ultra sensitive to those kind of things. True. That's a possibility. But it's a, it's kind of hilarious, all these stories that come out. But we just, we do want our students to be safe out there, though. Because, yeah, I remember, uh, even in the parking lot when I was walking up to uh, work, there were tons of debris in the parking lot, like branches sitting mm -hmm. there. So you know they're getting blown off all these trees. And we have a lot of trees in our, our university. We do. So the thing that I hate on these windy days, because first of all, you know, boo, I don't be having, I can't have dry lips. Like I have to have some moisture, but because it's so windy, it's like little dust particles sticking to my lips. And then if I take all the lip gloss off, it's going to be dry lips and then crack from the wind. Yeah. I just can't win. I cannot win. Well, and then it plays havoc with your allergies. You're getting stuff blown in your face. My eyes have been watering all day and they're itchy. So, <laughs> but um, Boo, do you notice I have the Zoom filters on again? Yeah, you look good. <laughs> Thank you, AI. <laughs> I know, like uh, AI is going to make everybody look like models. Hey, even though I don't but need, I don't need makeup. I was gonna say, but you already have a good base to start with. So, hey, thank you, bro. Thank you, I appreciate you. Even, even windblown. <laughs> even windblown. But so other, uh, other than um, fighting this wind, what have you been up to? Well, luckily, when I went to Disneyland a couple weeks ago, it wasn't windy. Although I went, I did a weekend, and I did 
day one at California Adventure, day mm-hmm. two at Disneyland. Unfortunately, day one was hot. Ooh. And California Adventure doesn't have much shade. Very and open. So, yeah. yeah, but it was still a fun day, but it was exhausting. But we started our day off uh, for the first, because this is my first time back at Disneyland since after the pandemic in 2020. Prior to the pandemic, I had a Disneyland pass and I went often. But after that, I haven't been since 2020. So this uh, three years later, I'm back at Disneyland. And at that point, Avengers Campus had opened. They were still, that was under construction when I used to have my pass. So I was able to experience Avengers Campus for the first time. And so we rode the big ride, which everybody goes to first, which is uh, Spider-Man Web Slingers. Uh, they call it Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. When you said the big ride, I was like the Ferris wheel? <laughs> oh, not in terms of size. But... I know. I was like, okay, you rode but the Ferris wheel. That's cool. <laughs> it's funny thing that you mentioned that, though, because honestly, a lot of people refer that to it, refer that uh, to that as the Ferris wheel of death or the wheel of death. What, Have you somebody... ever been on it? No, but did somebody pass away? No, boo. It's like if you don't, if you get on that uh-huh. and you're not aware of the, the type of part you're in, the 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 gondola that you're in on there. Yeah. Some of them slide while you're going up. And so it looks like you're gonna fall into oh, the, no. the little lake? lake that they have there. Not for me. And and the degree at which it slides is pretty steep. So I the first time I ever went on that ride, you know. I, I guess I was talking in line. I didn't notice the ride itself. And because uh-huh. if you look at the ride, you'll see the gondola is moving. Yeah. And some are stationary. So you could ask for a stationary gondola. But I got in with my sister and my cousin. And we were fine. We we're chatting. And all of a sudden, it started sliding back towards the, the lake. And I was, and then we started swinging kind of violently when we reached the end of the the the, the tip there. And I, I just held onto the sides and I said, don't move. And from afar, it just looks so calm and peaceful. It like does. you just think it's just like a cute little ride. Occasionally you hear some screams. And then if you go on TikTok or Instagram reels, there are people who record like first time experiences of people who are on that who don't know what's going to happen. And the people are crying oh or goodness. just like in shock. It's So a lot of people refer that to, uh, to that Ferris wheel is the wheel of death. And I would be the one crying because I can't swim. And if I fall into the lake, I don't even know if that lake is deep or not, but certainly I wouldn't have a life jacket on. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's quite an experience if you're not aware of how that ride goes. Yeah. But uh, getting back to the Spider-Man thing, <laughs> well, you might like it because it's a workout. <laughs> the Spider-Man so, ride? Yes, it's a spider. It's an interactive screen ride. So you sit in this cart and you watch these video screens where all the action happens, but then Spider-Man needs your help capturing capturing all these little spider bots that run amok on Avengers <laughs> Campus. Mm-hmm. And so you have to physically like use your arms like Spider-Man to swing webs out. While you're strapped in a like chair or a seat? Yeah, where you're or... in this kind of um, a bu- like a nice buggy train ride thing. And, but then you kind of just keep swinging your arms back and forth like <laughs> Spider-Man would. And by the end of it, your arms are exhausted. I was like tuckered out. You're like, dang, is this arm day or the Spider-Man ride? That's both, what I'm saying. I, was like, I just went to the gym first thing in the morning. <laughs> you activated those uh, biceps and triceps. I did, but it was uh, I, I, I didn't get a chance to stretch. So I was kind of <laughs> tired. But it was a fun ride. It's really, it's immersive. Um, Tom Holland makes a little appearance that, for the guests to see. Uh, but it, yeah, I enjoyed it. But 
You know, I don't think I would wait a long time for it. Apparently, it's one of the rides that has a long wait time on it. Mm, okay. Um, but it it was it was fun enough. And then um, later in the day, I had to take a break, and I I remember there used to be this place that served frozen margaritas Ooh, at the yeah. California Adventure. I remember that was like their claim to fame that they sold alcohol <laughs> there. <laughs> yes. So. Well, speaking of that, just a side note, uh, the new San Francisco area, which is based on Big Hero 6, they've got a lot of foods there, and the foods are not very good for the most part. We tried oh. most of the Like, mm. we tried this bulgogi burrito. It not good, good at all. Was you know, the it was meat so, dry? It, it wasn't necessarily dry, but it was just so plain. It's just white rice and bulgogi in a tortilla. No, no, like, no, yeah, nothing no. To, no, nothing, nothing to accentuate the flavors. But it, uh, it just it was I don't know you. It seemed like you could just make those things on your own at home. Got you know, it. like there's nothing um, special about it. Like but, put something special about it. Yeah, there Disney was nothing. Room. Yeah. Well, oh. then they have this curry bowl, but it's like Asian yellow curry, which I love. Mm-hmm. But they just stick it into a sourdough bread bowl, which is weird because you eat curry with rice, not with a bread bowl. Bread bowl. Uh, I know. Okay, you see what they did there. We we understand what they did there <laughs> without saying it. <laughs> but the one thing I can recommend, my sister let me try her, uh, I forgot what the exact name was, but it was a lychee cocktail. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I had some vodka, lychee, and it was delicious. So I would go back and get that. Yeah, but, that sounds refreshing, especially on a hot day. But now cold. I sound like an alcoholic because not only would I get that, but I have my margarita. <laughs> Well, were you were you feeling good? I was feeling I needed to feel good because I was hot and tired by that point in the day. But um, they've changed the name to Rita's Turbine Blenders to fit with the San Francisco theme, Big Big Hero Six. But the the tequila, I mean the tequila, the margaritas themselves are still the same. Uh, so I had the Rita's Grand Lemon Lime Margarita, which had gold tequila and a splash of orange liqueur, mm-hmm. and it was very refreshing, like I remember. Although it's sixteen fifty now for a little cup of it. What it used to be like twelve dollars, something like that. I don't yeah, remember. but and then they had a strawberry version, but they were out. There, it was not available. Something happened with the machines. Because actually, I was kind of um, annoyed. I had gone there earlier in the day, uh, in the afternoon when it was hot, and I said, "Oh, I want to get a margarita," but they're like, um, "The machines have frozen over. They need to defrost and thaw out. So come back in an hour or two okay i know like shouldn't you have prepared for this kind of scenario like you you are aware that the machines can freeze over so what do you do to circumvent that that's or let them freeze up at alternate times and have one free and available you're shaking fists at the air like you knew this was was gonna happen i was like i needed it right now i'm exhausted but i came back at like an hour and a half it was working and i was satisfied with my margarita they're like get this man his margarita now (laughs) Um, and then the cool thing about being there at Disneyland recently was it's during their Halloween season. And so have you Boo, have you ridden the Guardians of the Galaxy ride? It used to be Tower of Terror, Twilight Zone. Yeah, the one where it, like you go all the way up and then it, it's like an elevator. You. Okay. Yeah, it drops you up and down. I have years ago. So, mm-hmm. so the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, Mission Breakout, it's more intense than Twilight Zone used to be. Oh. But then at nighttime for Halloween, they switch it and they call it uh, Monsters After Dark. Okay. And the the theme of the ride is a bit different. You're helping uh, Rocket Raccoon save Groot from monsters instead mm. of helping the Guardians themselves. And not only is that theme different, but 
the drops are way more intense. They're crazy. They're so unpredictable. So I remember the drops being intense for the, what is it called? I was going to say Haunted House. <laughs> well, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. There we go. I remember those drops being intense. Yeah. So it's I mean, worse? Yeah. It's, well, and that's the thing. They got worse for Guardians on a regular basis. But then the Halloween version is two times worse than that. Well, I, I say better in terms of because I enjoyed it quite a bit, but you're free falling quite a lot on that ride. Mm-mm, no, thank <laughs> you. Okay, so wait, is California Adventure supposed to be like kid friendly? Because the rides that you've talked about so far, they sound scary. I think I think some of this they have a lot of adult base of ride, not a lot, but several of the rides are more for adults. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of kid rides there as well. Um, what else did we try? Oh, the Pim Test Kitchen is where it's a restaurant based on Ant Man, you know the Ant Man movies, and we try. I had to try because I saw it on social media the not so little chicken sandwich, and it's it was fifteen dollars and forty nine cents, but what you get is a giant chicken breast and a tiny little bun that fits on top of it. How are you supposed to hold that? That's the thing. You I mean you either have to cut it. Or they're obviously, if you're sharing, there's not enough bread for people, so you're just eating a chicken cutlet, really. And the the, the chicken itself was a little dry, um, but it was huge. Um, and then, oh, let me the what it is is a fried chicken breast with teriyaki and red chili sauces, pickled cabbage slaw on a brioche bun with crispy potato bites or tater tots, essentially. And it's just more for like a, a visual thing to post mm, because okay. it just it looks funny with this tiny little bun and this huge basically like katsu fried chicken piece. Well, is there any sauce? I mean, there's probably not sauce on it because then all the sauce will be in your hands. Yeah, there's some slaw, but not a lot. It's mostly yeah. just all chicken. But it's just more of a funny thing to post, like I said. I get it. Yeah. They're probably just trying to be like different and yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going with the theme of Ant Man, mm-hmm. but you know. I, I mean, unless you want to experience it just to see it in person and post it, I don't think it's worth getting. Um, but then the at the end of the day of day one, we finished out by going to the Doctor Strange Mystic uh, Mysteries of the Mystic Arts Show. And it was towards the end of the evening, like I said. And I didn't know what to expect, but it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And I quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And the guy who played Doctor Strange, he did a great job. Um, he kind of looked like the uh, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, and he sounded like him. And they go through this whole motion of defending the Earth and um, have some special effects during the show. Uh, I, Like I said, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did, but I loved it. And so I would go back and see that show again. Or the special effects, like where they blow like air <laughs> on well, your feet like, or... This door would open, and the portal that Doctor Strange uses would be back there, or the villain uh, Dormammu would be back there. You see his head on this giant screen, and um, he's fighting Dormammu, and smoke would come out, and or he would say, "I need this mystic uh, mystic artifact," and uh, he would point over to a direction, and the cabinet would open magically. Okay. So it was a fun mm-hmm. show, um, but that's how we ended day one. Then day two, I was already tired. My legs were dead. There's more? Yes. There's more. See, I'm tired too. I was just talking about it. But uh, we went to Disneyland, the main park. And the first thing we did that day, because uh, it's the busiest ride for the day, we're at Disneyland, 
was go to Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. And I have to say that ride was so well done. It's so immersive. Um, luckily, we went earlier in the day because I can see why the the wait times could get up to two hours or more. Um, but if you're a Star Wars fan, especially, it's almost like you're in the movie. Some of the sets are so elaborate. Mm -hmm. Like the set with the stormtroopers, you feel like you're being interrogated because they actually walk you through there and uh, you're on this ship and they um, detain your ship and they make you unboard, get off the ship and then they say you're going to be interrogated. And so then the whole thing is the resistance fighters help you escape the interrogation. And then you go on this ride, which takes you all over the place and you go through different scenes. I don't know how to describe it, but it's another interactive ride. Um, and I don't know, it just feels like you're in that universe so they did a good job doing that well, they created the experience for you they really did and i'm because... not even a star wars fan but i enjoyed it well and it's expensive to get into disneyland and so for a star wars fanatic and you're paying all that money so at least they can say hey i wrote the star wars ride and it was the best ride ever yeah well mm -hmm. and it was so good and we looked at the wait times and, and it was like 45 minutes once we got out again uh -huh. so we got back in line but actually we got through probably in about half hour and my sister and her husband had told a Disney cast member later in the day how we wrote it twice in a row. And they were shocked because they said they'd never heard anybody be able to write it twice in a row. You're like, I'm blessed and highly thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we were blessed to be able to do that. I mean, and um, so then we had lunch at the Red Rose Tavern, which is based on Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. And it was a hit and miss bag of things there. We tried the spice lamb sausage flatbread and that was $14.99. So it was um, house-made sausage flatbread topped with fresh basil, mozzarella, honey lemon ricotta, and grilled pearl onions. And so the lamb itself was a little dry. I'm, I'm I was going to say, I bet you it was dry. It seems yeah. like when they try to do cultural dishes, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a miss. Yeah. <laughs> that's and what I'm the, picking up here. I don't know if that's accurate or not. <laughs> The ricotta cheese had a weird texture to it too. I usually love ricotta cheese, but yeah. I'm not sure. I, this that dish did not hit. Mm -hmm. And then the next one we tried was the chicken cordon bleu sandwich. And I love a chicken cordon bleu because it basically reminds me of the ghetto Malibu chicken from Sizzler. But Sizzler, Sizzler don't miss. I know. Sizzler do not. But the cheese bread, they do not miss. Cheese bread, yes. Cheese toast. A little side tangent. Uh -huh. I saw that recently. Sizzlers had a patty melt, but instead of, I think it was sirloin strips uh -huh. in a patty melt. It looked really good. I didn't go get it, but I was like, see, Sizzlers is like an old faithful. Yeah. The thing is, though, Sizzlers has gotten so expensive these days. It's not cheap to eat there anymore. No, no. I remember that used to be like the spot for yeah. my family because you remember they had like little kids buffet. They with did. Like the little dino chicken nuggets uh -huh. and the like, um, the meatballs and the, the sauce was always crusty on the meatballs. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do, boo. Well, my parents used to take me as I was growing up, um, me and my brother, that would be our birthday dinner spot. And it would be so much fun. Did you guys ever eat in the like private banquet? We area? did. We did do that. <laughs> That's where my family used to, because my family was so is so big. It's just like we would get the private banquet area all the aunties, uncles, cousins, people running around crazy and everybody just grubbing on cheese bread. Cheese and toast, yeah. 
Oh, those were the days, man. Simpler times. <laughs> well, and the, and the buff- salad bar buffet used to be really good. Not as good anymore these days. Mm-hmm. All that um, fresh produce on there. <laughs> but the the chicken cardon bleu sandwich is a fried chicken filet with crispy prosciutto, Swiss cheese, spinach, and Dijon mayo on a toasted bun. And then uh, they served it with either your choice of mandarin oranges or tater tots again. Um the sandwich itself, I enjoyed. It was a little dry again for me, but I liked the saltiness that the prosciutto gave it. If it was a moist chicken uh, patty, it would have been fantastic. Maybe the bread, have... again, like for Disneyland, most of the times they really don't do their breads very well. They get dried out. Um, but should... I will say, huh? I was going to say, they should have you as their culinary consultant. You can really <laughs> help them. You're giving, yeah, because you're giving them some gems for free. I have to say... I don't know if people are being honest or not, or they just don't have good a good background from eating food in general. But a lot of people who post food at Disneyland, mm-hmm. they rave about it. I'm like, are you crazy? You're like, your palate is not developed. It's not. I, I, ha- I have to say that, especially after trying some of these foods and some of these foods that they've raved about. Mm. Um, and then the next thing we tried was the size of a barge potato bites, which was, they're basically the tater tots again. Topped with cheese sauce, ground beef, caramelized onions, special sauce, rye croutons, and fresh chives. And this was the weirdest dish because essentially if you break down those ingredients. It sounds weird. They don't go. Well, and it sounds like a salad. They just replaced lettuce with tater tots. It yeah. literally was a salad with the sauce and the croutons. And I was like, that's what way our observation was. This is a salad, but they just replaced the lettuce. That's weird. <laughs> it was strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would not get that again. That was twelve forty nine. But I have to say, a hidden gem, which um, my sister and I saw saw from some posters online, was their garlic cheese pretzel bun, and it's this pretzel bread with garlic cheese and chives and things stuffed in it, and it was so soft and supple, and the cheese had a nice pull to it. It melted and nicely in your mouth. I would get tons of that again. Anything with garlic cheese cheese pool those are uh, like the buzzwords <laughs> yes and i love a good pretzel bun and that bun actually stayed soft and fluffy and chewy so um for those of you listening go find those uh pretzel twist buns it's only available well i think i heard there's another location but the only one i know of is by the matterhorn there's a small cart by the matterhorn where they sell it so for those buns does is there like a dipping sauce available or would I you... don't know. We didn't get a zipping sauce. So okay. We, we like just more cheese, it. maybe? You would just dip it in more cheese or a garlic probably sauce? Probably ask them for some. Yeah. yeah. Could probably ask them. Mm-hmm. But it stands well enough on its own. You know, I like my sauces, Bruce. <laughs> so I'm going to ask. I'm a dipper. <laughs> you are a dipper. <laughs> but so getting into, oh, and then in between, I rode some more rides. Like uh, the Haunted Mansion is my favorite. And I love during Halloween time and Christmas, they make it Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and then Normally, I don't take pictures with characters at Disneyland, but I did this time. And so I got pictures with Winnie the Pooh, oh. Eeyore, and Pocahontas. So, and, you know, no, I shouldn't say it. What? I was going to, I don't want to be shady, but <laughs> okay, like, usually when I see some of the Pocahontas actors, I don't feel like they look very good as Pocahontas. So I was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take a picture with her. But then this time, the one I saw looked really good. And I was like, I'm going to take a picture with her. Like, she's 
she she fits the Pocahontas profile. She did, yes. I understand I what you're trying that. to say with that. She had a good. Um, she carried the Pocahontas attitude with her too, because she she acted very regal, mm-hmm. very uh, distinguished, like she was a tribal leader. So I really liked how she got into her character. Good. Um, Eeyore was that, depressed. Well, yeah, he was. That's the thing, though. You could tell the actor was kind of over it too inside because, oh, because the Winnie the Pooh was at a spot where you had to line up and wait for Winnie to take a picture. Mm-hmm. But Eeyore was just walking the park, and the person handling Eeyore was saying, "There's no line for Eeyore. Just whoever gets in and takes a picture with Eeyore." But there are times where he's like Eeyore's bum rushed, and then you could tell Eeyore's kind of like, "Oh my God, why is everybody around me?" You know, kind of thing. And so we're just trying to wait our turn to get in there, and then my brother-in-law gets in there and i barely had a time picture time to snap a picture before eeyore was like okay we're done uh, eeyore didn't physically speak but he just kind of like his body goes for a picture real quick and then tapped my brother-in-law on the shoulder like okay thanks bye <laughs> you're like okay eeyore i was like okay have a, eeyore, have you, a good you need rest to go get some day. rest but you know mind you i'm sure they're hot under that suit so. yeah yeah well and all those people them. screaming and you know yeah hmm yeah it's a special person to want to do that <laughs> and then i have to say that disneyland churros will always hit churros they will always hit because between well i didn't have as many as my brother-in-law and my sister but they had a ton of churros over the weekend uh and they didn't you know, get they're sick, not cheap. Did they? no they're not they didn't get sick but, okay good uh, you know i think churros are 550 each so but they're still tasty as ever. I don't know what kind of crack they put in those things. Um, and then lastly, the piece de resistance of the trip was to go try the new Tiana's Palace for dinner. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this. And so, okay. Wait, based off of all the other reviews, I think it was a miss. No, I can agree with that. So, um, and the other thing too, it's like, because, you know, they tell you you can order on the app ahead of time. Uh-huh. But when we checked around lunchtime to order for later, the wait time was six hours. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Are they even open for six hours? No, yeah, they're open for lunch and dinner. But then yeah. when we got there, I don't, there was a the line wasn't as long to get in. So we could have just waited, but we had ordered ahead because we were just going to do stuff and then go get our order. Mm-hmm. And... The other bad thing is, okay, so Disneyland, they've just basically converted the French market restaurant into Tiana's Palace. Okay. And they should have known that it was going to be a popular thing that people want to try. There's no seating for people. I mean, there's a big seating area. It's not even big. It's a semi-medium seating area. But then you see all these people hovering like students in a parking lot waiting for somebody to leave a spot. You know, they're all stopping people watching. They were, they really are. People are hovering like vultures waiting for somebody to get out of a table. And in fact, we had to do the same thing. I saw this lady leaving her table and putting her backpack on, and I ran up to her. I'm like, Oh, sorry, are you leaving this? And she's like, Yeah, I was like, Okay, so we took that table. And then it takes away from the experience because if you're sitting down trying to enjoy your food, but you know someone's staring at you, (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of funny too, though. But then, okay, so. As we were wrapping up, well, luckily when we sat, we were right in front of the jazz band that was playing and the and the singer who was singing. I forgot her name, but she was this fabulous, beautiful Black woman. And she sang so well. But then, so we had our show and dinner and then, and then they, you know, they stopped, took their break. But we were wrapping up and I saw people hovering for tables, but 
I was kind of being picky about who I wanted to have our table. <laughs> you know, because we got to take care of each other. That's what I was saying. So I was like, um, I found this uh, wonderful Black woman mm-hmm. who was waiting for a table. And I told her, oh, we're about to leave. And she's like, oh, good, because I was going to watch you anyway. Oh. <laughs> well, she said it in a funny way. Okay. And I was like, well, now you don't have to watch no more. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I you know, said, okay, table's yours. And I said, enjoy your meal. She's like, oh, thank you. And she had like her and like four kids teenage kids by her oh i was gonna say she had little babies by herself no no, no they were all like older okay but so. um but yeah so i was happy to be able to give the table to her because i know what it feels like to be looking for a table that's too much and that but, it just takes away from the experience like you want to have a good time but when that pressure is placed on you like that <laughs> you know what i mean yeah 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 well and then so let me cover some of the foods we had the first thing we tried was the house gumbo which was 16.99 those braised chicken and dewy sausage and heirloom rice. That thing was a wet mess. Like, well, I'm sorry. Anything with special in it, I kind of feel like it's just your leftover, like the ingredients that are getting ready to go bad. And you <laughs> just dump them in the in the pot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and that's what a gumbo is. But a but good see, it's, gumbo it starts. Have a, yeah, it should be like thick and hearty. It starts right? with a good roux. Yeah, a and roux you got. This was stir. like watery. No. No, I would be offended. And look, I know because I have been to New Orleans and had real gumbo. You're like the root. First of all, it was it was a disaster when they didn't do a homemade root where you got to yeah. sit there and stir it for like almost an hour to get that rich chocolatey color. You know what I'm talking about. I Ruth. do, boo. And I realize that it's like quick food service food for Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can make the root. Yeah. They can even buy the root probably pre-made. And they just put heat it, it in up. This gravy water. <laughs> Not gravy water. <laughs> uh, the next thing we tried was their version of the muffalata sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who made a face? <laughs> and so it was their, their version. It tells me all I need to know. Well, yeah, because you know, you know, when you get a muffalata sandwich, it's this big old round piece of bread, right? Oh, and it's like yeah. it's I don't know, it, it just looks inviting. But it was this like triangle wedge bread and it had like mortadella, salami, rosemary, ham, cheddar, provolone, and house-made olive relish on, they call it the toasted New Orleans sesame seed bread, served with red beans and rice and house-made pickles. I just say the house-made pickles were good. And I'm a pickle fan, but mortadella always sounds like to me, it's like a Halloween costume. Like, what are you for Halloween this year? I'm mortadella. <laughs> Doesn't that sound scary? That sounds funny. Like you're you're eating a monster or something. But the <laughs> interior with the meats, it's like if you got to Subway and got all those meats, you know, it was pleasant enough. Mm-hmm. But that bread again was dry and crusty. <laughs> Disneyland has a bread problem. Yeah, they, they don't know how to heat their bread or they, it's overheated. Um but then the next thing we tried was their Gulf shrimp and grits. Mm-hmm. And that was $17.49. And I have to say it's it was kind of a hit. Like it 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 did it was good. So what I found with shrimp and grits, it's always about that cream sauce that you put uh-huh. on top of the, the dish. Now was the cream sauce good? Well, that's the thing. There was no cream sauce. It was cheesy grits mm-hmm. with um like sauteed shrimp in some kind of red sauce. But 
The shrimp weren't dry. They were actually succulents. Ooh, and I love me a good succulent jumbo shrimp. But what made it was the consistency of those cheesy grits. They were nice and creamy. Oh, not overly cheesy tasting, but they just had a good consistency. Was there a nice pull when you like pulled some? No, unfortunately, no. The cheese was already too blended in there. Yeah. But then they give you a nice amount of cheesy grits in the dish. So, of course, they only give you like four shrimps or shrimps. 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 But yeah, so, but I would recommend that dish if you want to try something from Tiana's Palace. We also tried the buttermilk cornbread, which is $3.99 on its own. It was a good cornbread. It would have been better if it was actually heated and warmed because it was cold. Again, <laughs> bread issues. Get yeah. your bread right. Get, once you get your bread right, everything else will fall into place. I feel like the bread is so important. Actually, on that show, that series, The Bear, I think uh-huh. they talk about that in the episode. Like the bread service has to be perfect in order for like the rest of the experience in the meal to be good. You know, I agree because with all the fine dining that I do, I like to do, um, a lot of the bread service that they offer is usually either unique breads or really fluffy, delicious breads, mm-hmm. or they serve a unique butter that goes with it or a compote. And it really sets the tone for the rest of the meal because you're like, oh my God, bread service was amazing. And your taste buds are excited. Yes. You're and they're woken go- up. <laughs> the The bread service is the foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> it basically is, boo. But, well, um, I will say some of the rides that you mentioned at Disneyland, I, I haven't been to Disneyland, I guess, probably over five years now. Wow. So I know it had to, it was before the pandemic and then before the pandemic even started, probably two years before that. So yeah, like around five years. So I'll be interested to see when I do visit Disneyland again, how it's changed. So, but thank you for your pointers because I'll know what to expect. Oh yeah. <laughs> Once you're ready to go, you let me know and I'll tell you more <laughs> off the record, off the air here. But uh, all I have to say, boo, it's, you know, after my marathon Disney experience and t- relating it here, Disneyland messed me up physically. We're both aging gracefully. Well, yeah. I mean, gracefully, but internally, I think we're dying. I mean, no. I mean, we're all headed towards death, but Disneyland sped up my dying process. Oh no. My legs were burning and and my feet uh, could barely function. And yeah, my body was aching. So it was not the happiest place on earth. No, at least not to my body. <laughs> well, I mean, you're having pains in your body. My left toe is currently in pain. I don't know. If it's... Your left toe is reading the weather right now. <laughs> I need some ginger ale. Ginger ale. <laughs> maybe if you drink ginger ale, boo, that will cure all maybe, your. Maybe because it's you know it's a cure all for everything. It cured my broken bones and all that. Stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm kind of feeling like that too in my body because I recently traveled to Vegas, uh-huh. and I just can't. Okay, you know I'm a traveler, boo. And yes, you are. All the boo-boos out there, if you've been listening, I do a lot of traveling. I enjoy it, but I do feel my body, um, it's just reacting differently to all of the travel. So I can feel my body reacting differently to all of the travel. Um, I did fly to Vegas because I refuse to drive. I cannot. <laughs> I would, Because why? You get four hours in a car versus 30 minutes in, in a plane? Like you do the math, right? I agree. So I like to take like the afternoon flight and then I'll come back early in the morning because those seem to be the cheapest. And so I'm going to talk about all the food that I ate, really not the activities because like you, boo, I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. 
So one of the first restaurants that we went to, so I went to Vegas because it was my friend's fraternity weekend. So he's a Sigma. I kept saying Zeta and he kept getting mad because apparently Zeta is a sorority and then Sigma is a fraternity. Zeta is the black sorority. Yes. I didn't know because I'm like, I'm not in that world. You know, (laughs) I'm not like, that's my brother for life and sister for life and screaming and hollering and doing all that. I had a well back in college. I um one of my good girlfriends was a black girl, and she was in the Zetas. And then she told me like, I'm not supposed to show you some of our secret, you know, um, handshakes or whatever they do or step dances. But she was showing me. Uh-huh. So I was Did like, you learn them? I, I learned it for at that moment. I don't remember them now. Yeah. So and it's cool to see, you know, the brotherhood, the familyhood, or sisterhood, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, so yes, it was the the Greek weekend. And it was a whole weekend full of activities. Um, Friday night was the Boots and Brim party, which we did not attend, but it looked fun just from the flyer, but we decided to go to Deuces instead. So it's a black owned restaurant that's off the strip by UNLV and it's in a strip mall. So the location is not that great, but I'm really hoping that this business does thrive because the food was so good. So I got the grilled shrimp plate and that, is honey lemon pepper shrimp with creamy garlic mashed potatoes. Mm. It was so good. And I was mad though because the portion booth it was not big enough. <laughs> like I wanted more. You know when you get a really good dish and yeah. you're just like, Ugh. So then my friend got the blackened salmon plate, pan seared salmon with balsamic fig drizzle on a bed of garlic mashed potatoes. It was really good. And yeah. and nicely portioned again i mean not if you have like a really big appetite because it's not that type of meal and the plates were only 22 bucks so very reasonable um i just had a margarita and then he had an old-fashioned mezcal style so i guess Mm -hmm. it's made with a special mezcal tequila unfortunately i could not stay at deuces that long because it's also a hookah lounge and apparently i cannot stand hookah smoke my body my eyes especially I was like, my eyes were watering the whole time. So. I'm with you on that, boo. I can't stand it either. Yeah. So, but I, I, I'm really happy that I stumbled upon Deuces. And so he lives in Vegas. He didn't even know about it. So I was even more proud that I was able to show him something new. That's good. In his city. Um. Then for Saturday night, we, or I'm sorry, for Saturday morning for brunch, we went to a restaurant called Salt and Ivy in the Aria, boo. Mm-hmm. You know where the Aria is, right? Yes, definitely. And so um, he ordered the mushroom omelet. I didn't taste it, but it looked good. I showed you a picture of it too. And then he also ordered a waffle with walnuts and a banana or mm-hmm. banana slices. looked good too. Mm-hmm. I had just a bite because he ordered the waffle for both of us, but I ordered, of course, shrimp and grits. <laughs> so when you said the shrimp and grits, I was like, mm, we mm, love our shrimp so and grits. We're similar, boo. Well, in my dish, it had the creamy garlic sauce. And the sauce really did make the dish. The shrimp were nice and succulent and jumbo. Mm-hmm. Would supple apply here? I don't know. That sounds kind of sensual. Supple. Um, but, you know, I, at least, you know, because I did not get no jumbo shrimp. Mm, these were jumbo. They were so good. Is your, your friend, now it makes me think, uh, since every time I hear waffles, I think a donkey from Shrek. Oh, waffles. I want some waffles. 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 <laughs> Like I, I tasted the waffle. It was nice and fluffy, not too sweet. 
It was really good. Um, the consistency of my grits were really good because I don't like too creamy, but I don't like too stiff either. So it was a nice balance there. And then um, we ordered these drinks, always hot in Mexico. It was so good. And it's not on their menu. So I'm thinking maybe it's like a seasonal thing, but it was cucumber juice, Casamigos, agave, a splash of lime. It was so refreshing. That sounds and good. refreshing, yeah. It was so good. And we were dining on the patio. So we were outside. You had like these cute little birds flying everywhere. We had oh, birds didn't come see you? You know, they flew like right over <laughs> my head. It was like my little piece of my hair was like blowing. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed it. So, and there was a wait for um, salt and ivy. We waited for about 45 minutes, but it was worth it because it's right well, there. Oh, go ahead, Boo. No, I was going to say um, in the Aria, since you mentioned the Aria, uh -huh. I like going there because um, they have a patisserie in there. I forgot the name of the exact spot, but a, basically a French bakery. Mm -hmm. and they have all these French desserts and pastries that you can buy from them. It's it's not a restaurant itself. It's kind of like a stand in the middle of one, of, I think, on the second floor of the Aria. But the patisserie is nice. Is it kind of by, because there's like a food hall at the Aria, and I actually wanted to go to the food hall because on Sunday mornings, like for Sunday football, mm -hmm. they have $55 special where between the hours of like 11 and 1, you can eat at every place in the food hall. So is it like in that area where the donut I place is? I can't remember. I it's been okay. a while. All right. But is, is the food hall on the second floor? I think so, because I, I can remember when we entered the Aria, we had to go up on the elevators. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I believe it was on the second floor. Because then you, the way I walk in is from this outdoor patio into the second floor area and the patisserie is right there. Right there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but it, it was good. Good experience. I would eat there again. Um, that's good. And while we were waiting for our table, we were able to go to the bar. And so that's how we ordered those drinks, always hot in Mexico. But then by the time... Our drinks came our table was ready oh that always <laughs> so, happens so they bought them to our table and then our server randomly brings us two beers which we didn't order they were still our toys and so we were like we didn't order these and he's like oh i bought them to the wrong table but go ahead and keep them and then i had to look in the bottle to make sure nobody was like trying to roofie us yeah it was you never know in vegas especially it was very weird because at first i was like is somebody do they think we're cute and they're just like sending us two beers or something i don't know but it was the server's mistake it was his error so and the next thing you know you drink that and you're, you're being um farmed for the organ trans uh, yes organ, what do they call that the black market the organ, black, market. black market they trying to steal my organs trying to steal my <laughs> organs steal my heart and all eyes and all that no so have to stay vigilant um <laughs> uh, after brunch we did go to the mall because my friend had to run a couple of errands in the mall and it the hello kitty cafe i believe they have one at the park mgm hotel they do so this one must be new that was in the mall because i don't recall seeing that and i was just in that mall a couple months ago in march when i went to vegas for the usher residency mm -hmm. so i was like oh hello kitty cafe and there was no line so i'm like of course i'm gonna get something so my friend got coffee because he was tired, needed coffee. I opted to get the Hello Kitty donut, which was $5. And it's just a regular glazed donut with pink frosting and pink sprinkles. Really cute. 
Boo, I know I bought you the yes, Hello Kitty cookie. I was going to thank you. You're My welcome. boo got me a Hello Kitty cookie. It's so cute. <laughs> well, it's almost too cute to eat. Yeah, I know. Like... I still have it, but I'm going to get some coffee later tonight and eat it. Well, I felt bad because a little piece of her bow broke off. That's okay. So, I know. I want it to be like perfect because it's a perfect little cookie. And at first I was going to bring the set of macaroons, which was like $22, but I had like a lot of people to bring stuff back for. So I was like, no, everybody's going to get an individual cookie. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I, I'm going to enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yes. So I didn't have the cookie. Like I said, I had the donut. The donut was really good. Um, for Saturday night for dinner. So we did not have lunch. We just had brunch, Hello Kitty Cafe. And then we went to Maestro's. The steakhouse? Steakhouse, uh-huh. I have to say, it wasn't that good. Uh -oh. I mean, it, it was decent, but it's nothing. it was nothing to write home about. So for our appetizer, we got the jumbo lump crab cakes. And it comes with two crab cakes for $49. Decent size, though. I was okay. happy because some of the fine dining restaurants that you go to, the crab cakes are a little smaller. They're small, yeah. Yeah, so these were a good size, and the crab was lumpy came with a nice roumoulade sauce and I like that the sauce was not too mayonnaise tasting because sometimes roumoulade sauces are and I'm not really a big mayo person um and my friend did get the bread service <laughs> I didn't have any bread because I had my outfit on that I was gonna go out in and it was a form-fitting outfit and I didn't want to look like I was pregnant you know with the food <laughs> with the food paper yeah, the bread might do that to you. So I skipped the bread. He seemed to enjoy it, even though there was this one piece of bread that was really hard. He said he was going to break his tooth. Oh, no. It was kind of crusty. So I was like, yeah, I'll stay away from that. And then um, he got a bowl of clam chowder, and that was good, too, for his appetizer. And then for my um, entree, well, not really entree, because, again, I didn't want to eat too much. So I tried their A5 Wagyu beef roll. And it was just regular sushi with cucumber inside, and it had mm. thin slices of wagyu beef wagyu. on top. I've uh -huh. had some something similar. It's so delicious. Well, and it was they plated it, but on the plate it was like like a soy sauce, kind of maybe like a soy and something else. Mm -hmm. And so you had that sauce that was soaking up into the sushi. Oh no! Which which I no, I really like that. Because okay, I'm a well, I I like to have a choice of whether or not I want the sauce. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It worked for me because you know I'm a sauce person. Yeah. So I was like, yes, let that sauce soak up <laughs> into the rice. And then um, we ordered the lobster mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. which was a huge portion right now our server did say we serve it family style and I was like okay no problem but I'm thinking it's two of us so we're going to be able to eat that no problem boo it was so much food matter of fact I don't I mean I hope the housekeeper cleaned out the freezer in my room <laughs> because <laughs> the leftover lobster mac and cheese I left it I didn't want to pack it and it was it was okay, but the consistency was not creamy oh. enough for me. It was like that dry issue that you were talking about. Yeah. So um, so that was okay. And then my friend got the halibut. And as you know, the halibut is like a thicker cut of, of fish. White and, fish, yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then he got uh the blackened or he got it blackened style. And so it was just dry. He was upset, not upset, but he was just not happy with it because that halibut well, I mean, 
there has to be standards at a place where you're paying so much for your dishes well yeah because the halibut was 50 bucks just yeah, for see? the piece of halibut and then the lobster mac and cheese was 40 and that was okay but it wasn't like anything to write home about i feel like i can make a better lobster mac and cheese mm-hmm. and see and you enjoyed your 22 dollar dishes at deuces it was so good <laughs> deuces had me almost like licking the plate i did not <laughs> because i was in public but <laughs> um so yeah i just I don't know. I'm not saying don't go to Maestro's. Maybe that was just an off night for them. Well, maybe they just specialize in their steaks. And I didn't want steak because, again, I didn't want to be looking like (laughs) I was three months pregnant. (laughs) Well, you know what I hear, Boo? I mean, I've had Fleming steaks. um, They're another steakhouse, and they were pretty good. But where I hear that I need to go for steaks is Ruth Chris's. Mm-hmm. have you ever I, been i have not because i'm not a big steak person mm-hmm. yeah so i've never been to ruth chris so there, there's I've, one in vegas i've had multiple people tell me ruth chris's is where you need to go for steak maybe i'll try it because i've even been to Lori's steakhouse in uh-huh. vegas and again that one too i was just like hmm. and that's how i feel i've been to stk which is wolfgang puck steakhouse i believe and you're like and hmm. it was yeah it wasn't spectacular yeah, I feel like because of the name, maybe it attracts people. And then we get there and we're like, this is this is what people are ranting and raving about. And here we are eating our steaks of Sizzler. No, and we like, <laughs> we're, we're past the cheese bread. <laughs> uh, for drinks, I got a really nice glass of sangria, which was good. It was nice and refreshing. And then my friend had a glass of um, Merlot. So that was my experience at Maestro's. Then... <laughs> For Sunday brunch, we went to a nice place called Chica's in the Venetian. I really enjoyed Chica's and I'm happy that my friend suggested that we go there. So Boo, I showed you the video of what Chica specializes in, like their dessert, the The flaming skull. Mm -hmm. So it's like a gold-plated chocolate skull and they light it on fire and it melts. And inside that skull, you have a chocolate lava cake with all of the chocolate oozing out. And then on the side, you have the strawberries and the marshmallow and the cookie. So it's almost like a fondue dish that you can treat it like fondue style or just um, eat the cake if you want to. Well, it's it's spectacular to film yes. for social media too. <laughs> and I filmed it for you because I was like, I know well, my boo's going to like this. He likes skulls. <laughs> oh, and I love that kind of culinary experience. And this was the following day. This was Sunday. So usually Sundays for me in Vegas... I'm always like tired because I I went hard for Friday, Saturday. So um, again, Chica's was nice. I opted for a cocktail called Spicy Mamacita. And it came with El Cristiano Blanco tequila, strawberry, lime, ancho reyes, chili liqueur, and agave. And that was $21. It was good. They they named the cocktail after you? Hey. And then uh, my friend ordered the Cucumber Summer, which is Bombay Sapphire Gin, St. Germain, Cucumber, Lemon, and Club Soda. Your friend and, loves those cucumber flavors. Well, he he was looking for Always Hot in Mexico, and they didn't have <laughs> it. So he asked them if they could do some type of cucumber juice in there. Well, it came with cucumber juice. I'm sorry. He asked for like jalapenos to be muddled in there because he wanted that spicy. Mm-hmm. So he liked it. They did a really good job with that. And then um, I ordered, so it's the chorizo and arepa Benedict. 
Mm-hmm. And so what that is, is house-made Mexican chorizo, poached egg, but I asked for my eggs to be scrambled. I was I like, oh, that. boo, a poached egg? I don't do that. <laughs> Jalapeno scallion espume, which is like a yeah. sauce. It's a foam kind of sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then guacamole. And then on the side had some nice microgreens with some pickled, some type of pickled veggies on the microgreens. Boo, that plate was so good. This $25 well, plate, and I like ate everything on there. I can believe that. I love Benedict's and I love Arepas, and you're combining them all. It was so good. And then uh, my friend opted for the fried fish tacos, which were crispy mahi, awaxican aioli. I hope Does your friend eat meat? He's just eating, ordering fish the whole time. So he does eat meat, but I mean, maybe he just was in a fish mood. I don't know. He was in the fish mood all weekend. <laughs> Salsa, Criole, and then blue corn tortilla. And then it came with chips and salsa on the side. And that plate was $22. So reasonably priced plates, yeah. um, good food. And How the much app- was the dessert, Boo? Do you remember? Uh, you know what? Let me look on their menu. Because it looks like an elaborate dessert. I would say it's pretty elaborate. Um, again, I did not pay, so I wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't blame you for not knowing offhand. I was like, mm. I didn't see and plus he he wanted that he's been there before so that was his whole reason for wanting to go to um he wanted you to have the show too yeah the flaming skull is 38 dollars. okay yeah so warm lava cake horchata ice cream corn marshmallows well people might think that's a lot for the dessert but you need to see footage of this (laughs) it's you know this rather large skull sculpted out of the chocolate mm-hmm. and then when they pour the heat and the sauce over it it melts and the skulls literally on cleaning. fire <laughs> so if you are familiar with that character ghostwriter from the comic books it looks like his head <laughs> well i mean i kind of felt like i needed to like tip the surfer after she was done it was like a whole show i was like mm-hmm. do i give her a tip because that was it is dang, it's kind of dangerous she, she's sitting up there and she did something with some liquids and they start smoking she took a it looked like a cotton swab mm-hmm. and the cotton swab was on fire and then she transferred it over to the skull to light it on fire well and you know the flame was even hotter than it should be because it was blue blue flames mean hotter no, and even um, the tables next to us, they were like all in awe. That's what I saw in the video. The the the, the people eating behind you, they were just staring at the flight. They got the free show. They, got they the didn't free have show. to pay the $30. So that was my experience at Chica. I think that was the highlight in terms of restaurants for, mm-hmm. for um, the weekend. And again, reasonably priced. So just because places are expensive doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a good experience because... Like compared to Maestro's, Maestro's was crowded. It was loud. It was a lot going on. Chica's, it was a nice vibe. They had a DJ. It was like their Sunday brunch setting, but I just felt it was better. I just felt better sitting in Chica's. And then um, let's see. I will say after our brunch at Chica's, we did go to the gondola rides at the Venetian. Now I've been to Vegas so many times, never did the gondola ride. (laughs) Well, and the outside ride, the outdoor options closed. So we only could do the indoor option. And the way they do it is you need a reservation. So you go and you purchase your tickets. They'll say the next available time is like 145. So I think when we purchased our tickets, it was one o'clock. So we had 45 minutes just to kind of walk around the area. 
And so if you want to rent the gondola to yourself, it's $176, but for two, it's 75 bucks. And then you share with someone else. We were fortunate enough to get a gondola ride with a couple that was celebrating their, I believe the, their 27 year anniversary and which was cute, you know, cause they're all lovey dovey holding <laughs> hands. And then the photographer goes to snap their pictures and so then the photographer gets to me and my friend and he's like oh you know give me a cute pose and so we're all posing for the picture and then he's like do you guys want to give me a kiss and I was like no (laughs) (laughs) the lady (laughs) across from us she's like I'm rooting for you brother But see, she didn't know. She didn't understand, you know, the background. Yeah. Me and my they don't friend, know your, so, yeah. your kind of relationship you have. Well, and it really is a romantic setting. The gondola rides are romantic because then you have the guy who's driving, the guy or girl who's steering the gondola. They're singing to you in Italian. And it's love songs. And it's like you're in Venice because the way the Venetians painted the ceiling, mm-hmm. all you see is like nice skies. And so that blue sky you can really think that you're immersing yourself in that type of culture so and that ride is like 10 to 15 minutes which is really cute and then you're able to purchase um the photos afterwards and so my friend purchased our our photo we were cute it was it was a nice time so that's cute i'm glad you enjoyed it i've always seen people on the gondolas but i i've not i don't know i've never wanted to do them i just figured since we were there might as well do something different because, you know, you can just always do the same thing when you go to Vegas. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I want a, a different experience this time around. And I'm happy we did it. And then um, we did go to an Italian restaurant for dinner called Capo's Italian Restaurant. And what's different about this restaurant, it's like a speakeasy restaurant, right? So when you enter into the restaurant, it's like a black lobby <laughs> and you're standing there. And randomly, someone just opens like this little hole. Like a speakeasy. <laughs> and this guy's like, who you here for? And then my friend's like, I have a reservation. This is my name. And he's like, who'd you talk to? <laughs> and so then my friend's like, I talked to whatever Jim. And he's like, okay. And then he just opens his door. And then it's a whole restaurant behind it. But uh-huh. behind, yeah, it didn't even look like a restaurant. And then once you enter in, you really can't see anything. It's dark in there. It's almost like an underground, like secret operation. And then so they have the cute little lamps on each table. They had an Italian crooner singer who was there singing classics. And then they serve you. The, The waiter was really nice. He was helpful. And we didn't really order anything like too elaborate. All we got was a lasagna to share because by that time we were just stuffed and been eating the whole weekend and I tried to look at their website for the lasagna it's not on there it's not updated but the lasagna was one of their specialties it was really good I will say that the highlight of that meal was their garlic cheesy bread I like the fact that they cut the garlic bread like pizza slices Uh and it has a bunch of mozzarella cheese and some of the cheese is like golden you know that that, sounds nice And then you dip it in a pink sauce. And I, I asked the guy, I was like, what's what's pink sauce? And it's their house-made Italian sauce mixed with their house-made Alfredo sauce. And yeah. it comes out pink. Because that, that's what pink sauce traditionally is. Because there's a place in, uh, uh, I think, Silver Lake that mm-hmm. I go to. And they serve a, a pink um, 
squidding pasta that I like there. And it, it's the same thing. It's the Alfredo mixed with marinara and whatever else. So. It was really good. So, And then by that time, I was so stuffed just by sharing the lasagna and the garlic cheese bread. And I had a nice glass of Riesling there at the Italian restaurant. And then my friend w- went with his reds because he's a red person. <laughs> And I'm a white person, but um, no, yeah, you're was... black, boo. <laughs> you know I'm black, right? <laughs> the boo boos can't see me, but I throw it up my fist. But when it comes to you the know, wine, enjoying a nice glass, I prefer the whites. <laughs> it makes me think this one time because I'm not a wine drinker, but um, one time I got complimentary wine, and I was like, okay, what's like the sweetest, mildest wine you have? And the waiter recommended Riesling. So that's what I had. And I was like, it wasn't too bad. No, Riesling is nice and mild. It's not too heavy. I I just, it's refreshing to me. So, um, but yeah, so that was my Vegas weekend restaurants only. <laughs> we did a lot of eating, but I feel like you compensate that because you walk a lot in Vegas too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of walking and that's eating okay, going boo, on. okay, boo, because you know, what we want to know is about the food anyway. Yeah, there you go. So, I, so. In rank order, I would say Deuces, number one. Well, no, Chicas. 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 I was like, the way you said Chicas should be number one. (laughs) Chicas, number one. Deuces, number two. Then Salt and Ivy. Capos. And then Maestros. Yeah, I already knew your order. (laughs) I know. I was like, I'm making sure I'm being accurate. So that's why I was not hesitant, but I was making sure I wasn't misordering them so but yeah boo i kind of felt like you trying all those different restaurants even though that's what we do it is what we do so i like to have new flavor sensations in my mouth but so next time that's what she said Uh uh-huh i knew you couldn't resist you go to vegas please try um salt and ivies and chicas i would induces induces yeah if you can stand all the hookah smoke maybe you can order it though yeah. And get it delivered mm-hmm. to your hotel room because yeah. we're aging gracefully our bodies can't stand the hookah smoke i never could but you know what i did when i asked you boo what i had this random thought because i was like wow you know i'm gonna be turning 37 in a couple of months and like what are the things that i have not tried at my big age of 37 and i start laughing because you know how arby's always has the commercials we have the meats mm-hmm and I'd be looking at the commercial and I'm like, man, that sandwich looks good. That chicken sandwich looks good. I've never had a sandwich at Arby's. Well, see, you said, no, I haven't had the meats. Only thing I've had at Arby's, mozzarella sticks and curly fries. And that I've was had decent. their curly fries. Yeah. And the only other thing I've had at Arby's um, is, I mean, I've had their roast beef sandwich years and years ago because I think my parents got it first when I was, you know, living at home as a child but other than that on my own as an adult i've only gone to get their fish sandwiches during lent season and how are they compared to mcdonald's how are they well mcdonald's will always be the og fish sandwich for me (laughs) no one will supplant mcdonald's no matter how ghetto that little fish sandwich is Mm -hmm. but i was pleasantly surprised by arby's fish sandwich because it was actually flaky um moist and flavorful and they do a spicy version and a normal version um, but it's as far as fast food fish sandwiches go, it's on the better end. Okay. When you say McDonald's fish sandwich, so I'm reminded of my mom 
because she loves the McDonald's fish fillet too. Uh-huh. And she adds pickle, lettuce, tomato, light tartar. That's how she Does orders. She make her. it a burger. <laughs> she got that deluxe deluxe fish fillet. Yeah, the deluxe fillet o fish. Excuse me. Yeah, I was gonna say the actual name is fillet o fish. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about the Arby's commercials? We have mm. the meats. So being Reigns, that's his voice. Yes. And a lot of people think my dad is being rames. Oh, do they really? <laughs> I've been places with my dad and they're like, oh my God, are you being rames? <laughs> I mean, I've seen pictures of your dad. I guess I can kind of see that, but I don't think he looks that much, no. much like being rames. Maybe back in the day, I don't know. <laughs> or just because he's tall, black and bald. <laughs> but does your dad have the voice? Does he have the voice? Not like being rames. <laughs> but I, I can recognize being rames as the voice. Uh, um, yeah. So what's something that you have never tried at your big age? Let's see, boo. You know what? Uh, I don't know how big of a chain it is, but in Southern California, Farmer Boys is a big chain. And I myself have never had a Farmer Boys burger. Farmer, I used to be able to eat Farmer Boys. It's interesting that you say that because I just had Farmer Boys a couple of days ago, boo. Okay. I thought I was going to die. A burger? I had a burger and fries. Oh no, maybe it's good I never had one. I had their bacon avocado cheeseburger and it just did not sit well with me. Maybe so it was the avocado. No, because I had avocado in Vegas oh, okay. and it was fine. So I'm so thinking was maybe, grease? I think it was the grease. I think it was too greasy or maybe my body is just rejecting like big beef patties. <laughs> don't say it. I was like, your body don't want that. I don't know, but that's interesting because Farmer Boys is kind of like our region. Yeah, it's kind thing. of an institution here, not to the level of in and out, but it's kind of like up there, you know? Yeah. So, well, I've I've had Farmer Boys and I can say that back in the day, their food used to taste better and now it's different in taste. Yeah, not a, lo a lot of things are like that too. Yeah. Like when you look at all the burgers from the fast food places, they really shrank. They like have. I, you look at a burger from Jack in the Box, and ten years ago it was twice as big, and not anymore. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. Well, another Southern California institution that I have never tried boo is Baker's. Okay, boo. <laughs> How can you not try Baker's? I feel like we need to go to Baker's and film it. I've never been compelled to try it. Baker's is so good. Is it? I particularly like. Okay, their Mama Meal is good. Their burgers are really good, nice and flavorful. And then they have a beef burrito. Uh -huh. It's so good. Okay. Those are my two go-to things. And in the morning, sometimes their chorizo and scrambled egg burrito. I can I can do that. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Somebody had mentioned, I, I just saw on Reddit, somebody asked for the best, best breakfast burritos in our area. Uh -huh. And somebody brought up that burrito from Baker's. It's really good. Like, and don't get fancy and, and add some like salsa to it. <laughs> and then like dip it. And some queso. The only thing I knew about Baker's is, and it always made me laugh, are what you have kind of referred to are some of the combos names. Mm -hmm. The Big Papa, the Mama, the Baby Bear combos or whatever. Mama Mill, Papa Mill. Yeah, that's what it is. So, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Baker's. Baker's is cool. So. Okay. Um, another thing that I have never tried or purchased at my big age, Crocs. Oh, you know what? I'm never going to. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's funny because when I went to Hawaii with my family, everybody had Crocs on. 
except me. You. <laughs> but their their feet are all probably comfortable, right? They were comfortable. My feet were comfortable too. But I just, I mean, not shaming or throwing shade at anybody who has Crocs. They're ugly. They just never appealed to me. They are ugly. Well, and Crocs were made for people in the culinary world. It's like if you're not in the culinary world, if you are not standing in a kitchen, like yeah, you are not Jeremy Allen White. <laughs> he gets a pass, but he's fine too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, and the and the kids love Crocs too because even at the gym, a lot of the the younger guys are now wearing Crocs in place of actual athletic shoes, which is to me i'm like i can remember a time where gyms used to be like you cannot wear mm-hmm. open-toed shoes or soft shoes like that because yeah. i see people now that have like sandals on like they'll work out nike slides yep i'm like what That's if what you happened. drop what if you drop a weight on your toe slides and and crocs and even my nephews my two younger teenage nephews their request was crocs for their birthdays um, okay so it hurt my heart that they asked for that, but luckily I didn't buy them that. My sister did. She indulged their croc needs. Well, and then also with all the little uh, charms. Uh huh. Yeah. So I was and- gonna say, boo, like I almost thought about using croc charms as a promo item for our office, uh-huh. but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. That'll be cute though, like little. I don't oh, want to say the paw mascot, prints, but uh-huh. paw prints that say tutoring or something. Oh, that'll be cute. That would be. I can see how that would be like a coveted promo item on camera. Yeah, because they all be wearing Crocs around here. (laughs) All right, Boo. Anything else that you never tried or that you would like to share with our Boo? Not that I could think of. I'm sure there's plenty, but I can't think of that right now. So I just randomly thought of that. And I was like, wow, I just never had Arby's and never had Crocs. Hmm." (laughs) I think you're not missing out, Boo. Okay, good. Thank you. all right boo well i feel like we've been rambling for a long time we have yeah so you ready to get out of here our listeners are exhausted well we thank you guys for riding with us yes thank you yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right booze as always be bougie remember you ain't got to be bougie if you stay bougie Bye. bye